electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. <laughs> Good Monday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl King with Jim Cramer. David Faber's back at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Futures steady, coming off the 13th record close for the S&P this year and the best week since mid-January. Pack schedule this week, PCE deflator, Fed speak, earnings in retail and software. Our roadmap begins with stocks and this AI-fueled rally. NVIDIA shares climbing once again ahead of the open, while Apollo calls the current AI bubble bigger than the 90s tech bubble. Plus, uh, we're on inflation watch. Uh, as you just heard Carl, uh, Carl say, investors are waiting, uh, awaiting key economic data this week, potential big implications, of course, for uh, rate policy. And Berkshire's cash pile hit a new record. Warren Buffett warning that the days of, quote, eye-popping gains, though, are over. Let's begin, though, with NVIDIA extending that rally after reporting that blowout quarter last week, hitting a $2 trillion valuation during much of Friday's session. Jim, we were just talking yeah. off camera perfect timing for you to go into your investing oh, club annual meeting over the weekend. You. Thank you. A lot of people own NVIDIA. It's been our own don't trade position and it, it's worked well. I think there's still a lot of skepticism about NVIDIA because I call it the nouveau riche stock. Uh, people just can't believe that it had this kind of level of, of revenue growth. Uh, people think that maybe too many companies overordered. Uh, David, I have yet to find anyone who has said, you know what, I have too many of their cards, including Meta, which is a used buyer. And I think one of the reasons is because there's 20 to 1 improvement in return on investment versus current. And two, really important, they run cooler. So what happens is, is that, as Jensen would say, look, it's just a replacement. We're replacing the entire system, but it's replacement. Right. But that goes to cost as well in the data center. Because yes. if you do run somewhat cooler, you consume less electricity, at least. And the ulti- the buyer here is trying to figure out the overall cost. Yes. It's not just, all right, I know I get better compute power, even if there is a competing chip at some point from um, AMD. Right. It, you know, it, it's the overall. So does it cost, you know, is it deliver more? Is it, is it does it run at perhaps a, a more energy efficient level? I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, Jim, that it's no, more no, than no. just saying at some point there are going to be competitors because you have to consider the overall uh, the overall value proposition for the buyer. Right. And I think that one of the things that, uh, that is uh, mystifying to people is they keep finding new customers. Yeah. I mean, one of the things... Well, he was, he was... I mean, last time we saw Jensen, he was in the Mideast. Right. All these sovereigns potentially now are going to be buyers of the chips as well says, as they develop their own AI policies. Right. And if we don't, we're a cultural usurper, Carl. People just say, well, this cannot be an American or English uh, product. Each country has to have its own. Now, there are... They just can't nearly produce enough for each country. And when you buy, when Amazon Web Services buys it, they also they use it for themselves and they use it for cloud. That's a fairly typical situation. Uh, 
it's at the same time, ServiceNow keeps coming up as an integrator of, of their product. Uh, again, there was a good piece out this weekend that they thought was good. They, they're not promotional, but, they're ex- but they do a lot of explaining about why this is occurring. Uh, meantime, uh, Kathy Wood, for example, uh, defending uh, her taking some profits on the name, even though she says in a tweet that she was getting in at five. Well, uh, look, I, I think that her decision to sell things or buy things uh, is often good, but uh, I was in front of a group of people this weekend who were right in front of, you know, I was in front of them, and, and David, when you make a mistake or when you sell something too soon, it's you're not defending or liking how you did. You're regarding yourself as being... That's like the audience for The Price is Right. They're so enthusiastic. Well, there you go. Right. Yeah. And I did, you know, I want, I, did they play that music? No, but <laughs> it was, this was brought to you by uh, LaCroix East Meets West, Chinese food. Uh, but there is a, a sense what? when you, that's what, LaCroix <laughs> makes Chinese food. Don't you remember oh, that? Yes, yes. Um, but I just say that there's a bit of humility that comes from meeting people, which would make you mortified if you do what Kathy Wood does. Uh, and, and it's... Uh, there's yeah. a humbling nature of getting things wrong that, uh, but look, not everyone has to be humble, okay? Humility is what I regard as a positive trait, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be. No, it doesn't. Uh, it's how you were brought up. But listen, right. Meanwhile, why not, if you have a 150-fold gain, you may want right. to take some profits. That right. said, to come back to NVIDIA now, and just in this very moment, given what we know at least and what we expect in terms of where we are and the evolution of this new wave. Right. I mean, you look at the earnings estimates and what people expect this company. I'm looking at a <laughs> Goldman report. Up 200 and yeah, some. But I mean, Goldman has them earning $62 billion next year. Net, that's pre-exceptionals, is what, as they call it, to $73 billion in 26. I mean, back in a multiple, you're talking, what, 20, 28 times. Uh, I th- I'm so glad you mentioned that because the best work on that is done by this guy, Ben Righteous, at, at Melius. I mean, there's a possibility of saying that it's a 25 times earnings. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Carl, it, it, 25 times earnings, uh, the only, that's darn inexpensive versus its growth. But look, no one wants to say this thing's going to last forever. And I think that Lisa Sue is going to encroach eventually if she gets more, uh, te- more teaching software. Um, uh, he talked about 40% as being inference, but you know, you know, people don't want to go over the, what he says. And I don't know why, because you know the call's run by Colette Crest, who's a fantastic CFO. But then he, he comes in and he answers questions. What we'll find when we go to this incredible conference that he talks about, you'll understand why you can get those kinds of numbers and why it may not be as uh, ephemeral. And so, therefore, worthy of it. Again, like if you have it at five and you want to take a profit, that's, that's fine. It's fine. But if and you, you know, believe, bears and pigs. you believe we're at the early stages of obviously a, an AI revolution, right. to lack of a better term, I like that. In the same way that the internet was, or that the move to mobile or cloud was, at least to a perhaps lesser extent. Right. This is still the name, Jim. Yeah. Look, I, I think that there are a lot of companies that are piggybacking off of it too. Yeah. Uh, arm. There, there, uh, are, there are plenty. And it doesn't appear at this point yet that you can buy companies that are benefiting from the end product in a real way. No, I mean, right? it's just I mean super the use micro, of generative AI in the workplace by the by the enterprise. It's very, very but early days. How often days. do you go to co pilot and get things? I don't. 
I don't use it. You ought to try it. Yeah. I, mean, I just not, haven't incorporated any of these things interest. in my, but I'm a, I'm not a early adopter. Well, so. I'll tell you how it works. I mean, for instance, I have Huntington Bank shares on today, and I, I read all that I could find uh, in, in uh, go over all the conference call, and I'm looking for commercial real estate issues because that's what Barry Stern looks alerted to us is in kind of the black hole of the economy. And I just do a commercial real estate, Huntington, and it comes up with two reference points and one of them that I hadn't that I guess I glossed over. So I think it's very good as a check to your homework. Mm-hmm. AI. Do. AI, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about it in the framework of media, given what Blackwell's saying about Disney, what Tyler Perry said about AI and his studio expansion uh, on Friday, Jim. Jobs will be lost, I think, is the quote. He's not spending right originally He's, what was anticipated in Atlanta to expand because he doesn't have to, right? After, after getting a look at some of the capabilities. But I, I would tell you, Jesse, mom would say, look, if these people are really good, they've got more time to do what, what matters and less time to do what's proofing. I mean, look, I, I, I did not go over the CRE, the commercial real estate of Huntington Bank shares, because I had it from, from Copilot, which mm-hmm. I regard as being a very good product. And is that work that a producer would have done for you prior? Uh, no, I don't do this. <laughs> I look at it. I mean, I have a memo, Bob. I look, I do the work. So it's not replacing jobs, is, is Carl's question. No, but we have, we're better. I mean, I have Ben Stowe to look at it, and I will look at it, and I don't want to ask Mr. Steiner stuff that I don't know, because then they won't come back on. CEOs won't come back on if you waste their time. I need to, when the computer can just, when I can just talk to it real quickly and... Oh, well, that's going to happen. That's gonna it's happen, already right? happening. And, yeah, Jensen would tell you there's just a, a lot of people who just talk to the computer. That's a large language model. But remember we had McDonald's? Yeah, and they, they texted did, you during the show yeah, on Friday? Yeah, texted us during the show. They've got 100. They're doing 100 McDonald's. They're testing where it's just you're speaking to AI and speaks in 27 languages. The idea that Jensen liked was, isn't it great that you would know if you were someone who didn't speak English well that you could go to one of these fast foods and not be intimidated and be speaking with someone who actually speaks your language? Another thing that Jensen constantly points out is, is that you don't have to get it right. You can ask and stuff and not really be as coherent. That's a little more critical than he is. But I, I just think that we're all waiting for this. But some people, like Mark Zuckerberg, have so figured this thing out. Ooh, he's really figured it out. Well, as we, as we broaden the discussion a bit, maybe those are good questions for the companies that report this week, like Dell or an HP yeah, or Dell. an HPE. Dell is really, HP's been featured, but Dell uh, very much so featured. And I think that... That's precisely what you keep expecting is your PC. Now, I, I don't think that HP has been as good a spokesman as it could be versus me about what your PC could do. But I believe it's big PC refresh, which makes me want to own Best Buy, which reports this week. Hmm. That would look, be, at, look at the performance of Dell, though, for well, a minute. Just take, just take that in. Um, Michael well, it, Dell, it, quietly one of the world's wealthiest people, by the way. By the way Birthday boy last one week. One of the smartest. Really? Uh, I, I'll like yes. say something really great about him periodically, he's, he's and like his brother something. will text me and says, "Nice." Oh, that well, yeah, he doesn't watch necessarily. Yeah, Michael, look, Michael Dell is not. He's busy. Really. He's busy. I say he's not listening to us. No. He's kind of like my wife. <laughs> can't take offense. At my that, wife Jim. said, "Hey, you still not like that guy Jensen?" Not everybody yeah, watches. Yeah, 
at least not at every moment. Well, or as Lisa would say, you don't think I do anything? <laughs> you think I just sit there and watch TV? Is that what you think I am? A housewife who watches TV? No, I'm like working. Not that a housewife isn't working. Just that she's saying that I am insulting her by saying, what do you think of the nine? Which she also hates. But the nine, why don't you just call it a nine o'clock show? Is it so like, who do you think you are? You the nine. Offense. Nobody in my family ever watched it. Well, that's not. Is that my you? mother. Watched. Your dog? He, yeah, maybe Scoop watches. But Belle, his mom, yes, always emails me whenever I say something nice about how much I love him and how much I missed you last week. Yes, I missed you guys I'm too. Just kidding. I missed you both. Did you? Now, yeah, I did, sure. You were... You were off in the morning. I was actually at a conference Thursday and Friday, saw Michael Dell speak. You did? Yep, he's quite positive, how was as he? you might imagine. Did he mention future. NVIDIA? He was excellent. Um, not in so many words. No, he didn't. I don't remember him talking about that. Of course, you got to remember, Michael Dell has an entire other business that... Uh, BDT MSD Capital, yeah. run by uh, Byron Trot and Greg Lemkow. That's you know advising and, and growing. Byron, They're Byron sort Trott of a, does a, a uh, huge business too, as well. Guy. So Dell's got his his feet in so many different areas. Obviously who who else spoke at your conference? There were many people at the conference. Oh, there you Barry go. Barry Sternlicht I got to listen to oh, for a bit. commercial real estate. Yes, he was, as Did you might imagine. Did it drop in value while he was he there? Was, he was not overly positive on, on the future in some in certain areas. He didn't talk about SPACs. He didn't? No, or Cano. Remember? Did you see that oh, one? Oh, yeah. Cano, Cano, Cano? Cano, C-A-N-O. It went bankrupt. Yeah. No. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I know. A couple weeks ago. You had to bring that up. Couldn't you just be joyous? You Isn't Carl's up? haircut, like, perfect? Look at that. It is perfect. Oh my! I mean, I'm just I'm looking taking, at him today. I'm going by the strong body. I wasn't going to say anything, but maybe it's that it I have totally, seen him in a week. I'm overweighting his hair. Oh, look at that! He looks fat. You only get one shot because I'm off the rest of the week doing my own oh, shooting. Oh no! Yes, because so. I was going to make you a tactical buy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a buy today. He's a he's a hard buy today. Uh, David's right. It's a busy week for conferences again and, this and week. UBS Evidence Lab. What they've yep. been saying about your hair? Uh, Jamie Dimon. We're going to have on the half. As oh, who's is that? Is that Leslie? That's Leslie. Yes. Oh, Looking man, forward to that. Be so good. We'll talk about that. We'll also get to Berkshire today, the messages that Buffett sent in his letter to shareholders over the weekend. And as uh, Jim said, a lot of earnings to get to over the coming days, including CRM, Lowe's, TJX, Best Buy, Hormel, uh, Autodesk, Zscaler, and more. Futures hanging in there as we're coming off of record closes. Don't go anywhere. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. CNBC has quick and easy to understand business news updates at the open midday and close every weekday. Markets, money, and more from Wall Street to Main Street. I'm CNBC's Jessica Ettinger. Follow and listen to CNBC Business News Updates wherever you get your podcasts. Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway up in the pre-market. The conglomerate reporting a 28% jump in Q4 OperNet, helped in part by strength in insurance. K 
cash holdings expand to a record high, surpassing $167 billion. In his annual letter, Buffett says, quote, there remain only a handful of companies in this country capable of truly moving the needle at Berkshire, and they have been endlessly picked over by us and by others. Outside the U.S., there are essentially no candidates that are meaningful options for capital deployment at Berkshire. Jim also kind of rules out uh, the idea of buying all of Oxy. Right. Boy, those Japanese buys were sensational over time. Amazing. Uh, he was so early on that. Amazing. you got to credit him for that. You wow. totally have to. Like only in no. 2020, he started buying these trading businesses. It was businesses. amazing. They had, what, 23, 24 billion. I made 8 billion in profit, <laughs> far <laughs> exceeding, obviously, the S&P. Right. He, uh, I mean, yeah. The, but There's he only was, one Buffett. That's absolutely right. But there's several railroads. Yes. And his discussion of BNSF, Burlington Northern, was very downbeat. Uh, he really just basically said this has been not a great, what you call it, acceptable return. But I thought it was interesting. He didn't like the numbers, so I went over the numbers of others. Uh, the operating revenue of Burlington Northern was minus 6.1. Uh, the operating revenue of CSX was minus 1.3, Union Pacific minus 3.0, Canadian Pacific plus 42, but that's not a good compare because they made that acquisition. Uh, net earnings minus 14, uh, the net earnings of CSX minus 10, net earnings of Union Pacific minus 8. I, I could throw in Norfolk Southern, they had the Palestine issue, but they're just, just at earn, their net earnings was minus 44. But uh, as, as among CSX and Union Pacific, uh, can't really do Canadian Pacific, but I will tell you it will be. Uh, his was the most disappointing. So I completely understand why he is not all that in favor. People don't talk about that. It's not mentioned, but Burlington Northern's net earnings were off very much versus the others. And uh, Union Pacific, with the new CEO, seems like it's on a short-term basis better run. Although all-time highs for Berkshire, uh, doubling the S&P gain this year. Absolutely, but I think that one of the things that if you look at uh, the CPI, you'll see that auto insurance is perhaps maybe one of the most out-of-control things that you have, and Geico is auto insurance. So that doesn't mean you don't, you know, you don't have to asterisk and say, hey, listen, we, our prices went up, but you can say, look, the prices went up and they stuck. Right. What do you do with $167 billion in cash? Uh, let's, ask Jen, let's ask Jensen, because he could be... <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm just saying. No, but I mean, what if you're Buffett and you have typically deployed it? And, I mean, he's been waiting and waiting and waiting. He's not done a large deal. I can't, okay, you know, well, I mean, what? Burlington obviously is one. I can remember precision cast parts. You can go back, but it's a long time since he deployed, a, you know, in a deal, a significant amount of cash. Right, but I think that you know, we're thinking about him way too, if you wanted to. There are so many companies that actually are now 80, 90 billion that you might think might be worth it. Yeah. Um, you know, David, you were recently quoted in the Disney letter. I mean, you know, let, let's think. If he were to buy Disney and amalgamate things at 197 but you could always take some, borrow some money. <laughs> he could. I don't know that Warren is interested in any way, shape, or form in trying to take Disney private, but it's an idea. Oh, sure, suddenly Jim. that matters. Okay. Sure. No, he hasn't particularly liked Paramount. That's why I, mean, well, I wanted to get to Carl, Paramount. Before, we can get to it. But the key can question, we? of course, is he says that his successor is ready to go, right? Uh, Buffett. Right. Greg Abel. Uh, and also kind of uh, a shout out to Munger about oh, his, great. his push to back off of uh, sticking to Ben Graham, you know, uh, from the no, very beginning. I mean, it's always the, the letter's great. I, I only put it out to Burlington Northern BNSF because he was so negative. I, I wasn't prepared. Uh, 
And the big focus is being by, buying back Coca-Cola. He's happy with that return, which right. is meager versus some others. I know. But Amex did not. Amex had a great uh, also report, or conferencing this week. Yes, we'll get a little bit more here. on the Disney, as David mentions, uh, some incremental news regarding uh, that proxy battle. And we're going to get Paramount results later in the week. Kramer's Mad Dash and the opening bell coming up in 10 minutes. CNBC has quick and easy to understand business news updates at the open midday and close every weekday. Markets, money, and more from Wall Street to Main Street. I'm CNBC's Jessica Edinger. Follow and listen to CNBC Business News Updates wherever you get your podcasts. All right. First mad dash of the week. Of course, as we have uh, six minutes before we get started with the first trading day of the week, you want to talk a little Salesforce? Yeah, sure. Salesforce has got two upgrades ahead of the quarter. And the problem with that is the 28th. The reason why I fear, I'm not two upgrades, two uh, price target bumps, which is kind of like an upgrade in the sense that, wow, you know what, this is going to do better than expected. Now, David, my problem with that is that now it sets up a quarter that is going to be difficult, given the fact that the, the bar's been raised. But they are a big user of AI, uh, of Jensen, and what they use it for are queries. You know, queries is, is basically the reference part, the inference part, okay? I should say inference. 40% of their business at NVIDIA is, can you infer? So I ask you a question, and they're asked trillions of questions, which would say, what would make it so that you would buy a more Ducatis? That's a good customer. And the answer will come very quickly. And it's, it's, you speak to it. You don't have to do a query. You don't have to go to a data scientist. So the head of Ducati can ask the question. The head of uh, the, the head of uh, Brunello Cuccinelli could, could ask the question. I, I think they, they understand in Italian. So what happens is, is that you get the answer very quickly about what would make it so they would or what color would they or what, what, would, what sales pitch. And that's what Salesforce is doing. That's how they use AI. And I think it's pretty, it, it's pretty impressive. So they're one of the companies that will show meaningful, you think, improvement in their overall metrics as a result of the use of Absolutely. generative AI? I, mean, I think you that's do. going to be the theme For their of their customer base. Call. Yeah. Now, it is interesting that they're not mentioned. Uh, it's always been ServiceNow that's mentioned. And yet, I think that these guys are using it very well because Einstein, which is their uh, artificial intelligence, in a lot of ways is you know, powered by this kind of chip. So I, I just say that it's bar is high, but it'll be the first company not really pushed by uh, NVIDIA to talk about NVIDIA. All right. We'll keep an eye uh, on Salesforce shares, of course, and the broader market as well. Opening bell is just four minutes away. And by the way, don't forget, you can catch us anytime and anywhere. Please listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. Nat gas prices looking to rebound after testing new three-and-a-half-year lows last week. Adjusted for inflation, Nat gas futures recently hit their lowest price since trading began on the NYMEX back in 1990. Jim, big piece in the journal over the weekend looking, put options 50 cents? Well, look, there's no doubt about it that the big oil and gas companies are just now beginning to cut back on their natural gas production. I saw Kotara last week, which was a big holding for my Chapel Trust. They can switch or one or two. That's a combination of Cimerex and Capital and Gas, and they are shifting more, as many others will if they can. Apache really can't. They have a lot of natural gas, but it's a performance. Carl, it's, it's, it's asterisks in the consumer price index, but it is a very important part of the mosaic of what people spend in their lives. Yes. 
between that, even with a little bounce here in gasoline uh, last few weeks, Nat Gas has definitely got a lot of attention. Right, and it should. I mean, by the way, Nat Gas reverberates throughout the entire system. It's the fuel for industry. It's the fuel for plastic. It does not get it, the recognition in part because it's really kind of a PPI thing. But David, when you see these oil and gas companies, aren't you reminded that there's been so much acquisition, but really they're very heavily weighted toward oil and not natural gas? Yeah, well, particularly the deals that we're seeing, the big ones that are taking place in the Permian right. are, are not about nat gas, they're about oil. How much did people love that Fang acquisition, the Diamondback? Where apparently that company's very, very good. Very, yeah, private interesting company. backstory too there yes. with the founder. Oh, you have it? No, I mean, I read about it. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Travis Seitz, the, the CEO of Diamondback, is, uh, he and Scott Sheffield are the two people that I, I keep hearing all, over and over again are the best. I think Tom Jordan and Couture deserves a shout-out. But uh, David, you were down in, in where in Latin America where there seems to be just a black hole about can you drill, can you not drill, what Exxon can do down there. I, I don't get it. You're talking about Guyana? Yeah. Well, they're drilling. I know, I mean, but Venezuela, got it all what is it with Venezuela? I, don't, I can't tell you exactly what's going to happen there. There doesn't seem to be as much fear, perhaps, on the part of Mike Worth or Darren Woods no. that the Venezuelans are going to actually get aggressive with the Guineas, but we'll see. Well, I think it's worth watching, Carl, because uh, Venezuela is not among the Council of Nations yet. If it ever did, they've got the most oil in the world. They do. Jim, uh... Four points to 5,100 here. This is coming at a time where the number of projected rate cuts has been peeled off. Yes. It was seasonally supposed to be the worst couple weeks of the year. Yes. And here we are at all-time highs. All the seasonal stuff has really been just completely, I don't want to say worthless, but wow, it hasn't worked. And uh, the three cuts is now prevailing wisdom. I'm not even sure if that's the case because the economy is so strong. Uh, I just think that what keeps happening is you'll have something like Domino's, okay? Domino's is a very household name. And uh, Russell Wiener took it over a couple years ago. He's going to be on this afternoon, I think. Right? Yeah, and he's sensational, by the way. Sold hot dogs at Yankee Stadium. People say, yes, about that. But he gave long-term guidance today of 7% annual global retail, uh, 1,100 annual global net store growth, 8% annual income for operations growth till 2028. And I, I read that, and I just say, well, there's one. i got to own that one. I mean, how can I not own Domino's? And they do a big buyback increase in the dividend. This is what keeps happening. The dom Domino's is my prevailing theme so far for this year, which just when you think that you're, you're done with greatness, something new comes along. How about this big piece of AP story this morning about consumers pushing back on prices and it's actually working? That's the opposite of what happened in the 70s oh. where kind of people threw up their hands. That was a great tweet by you between five and six. And what I felt was, I, it's very contrary to what I spoke about this weekend, where I, I, I looked at something like Live Nation, Michael Rapino, who's such a great CEO, uh, talking about how he can raise prices with impunity because what happens is people, he puts prices out for a concert, this is Ticketmaster, the scalpers all buy them and then they mark them up. And he says there's no resistance. David, there seems to be no resistance to a lot of different price increases. So I don't know. I want to balance what Carl will say with what some of the conference calls are saying. Well, it always this goes back to the, the consolidation and the question as to whether the Ticketmaster deal ever should have been allowed, right? 
Well, I think it's more of a question. They kind of have a monopoly, don't they? Well, yeah, but no, I use Seeky. I use other sites. Do you? Yeah. Wait, what if, don't they own? What do they own? All right, I'm going to check. But, but yeah. I'm just saying that Taylor Swift could. They could charge, I don't know, fifteen hundred dollars a ticket and, and get it instead of like thousand dollar ticket and have it be marked up by five hundred. Yeah. But that's inflationary. They're at the heart of inflation, but they're not. Why? You know, they David. They have one word. You know how plastics. Amphitheaters. <laughs> amphitheaters are where you go. And some guy, like Usher, doesn't want it to be in an amphitheater. Usher doesn't therefore get the most money he could. It was such a great conference call. And Rapino's so smart. It's really he is. smart. He's been running the company for quite some time. Julian Borst, an excellent interview last week. Yeah. Good shout out. We're going to watch auto prices too, Jim. A big piece in Wards with the CEO of Jeep that they are going to cut prices of the Cherokee and the Wagoneer well, because sales last year were down six from 22. Well, that will certainly help Bernie Garcia, who had an amazing quarter at Carvana, who told me, look, unless you get a glut of new, you will not see used come down. And by the way, once again, it's it, auto insurance, David, has to be factored in because that's been the bogey that has really hurt a lot of uh, everyone has to have insurance. You don't like go out there and say, you know what, I'm going to risk it. You have to have it. We need some more com- competition. Yeah, remember when Apollo did that convert or something? That was a great Carvana. price. Wow. But Gar- Garcia's well, you you know, know, making and a lot of money talking car. about the potential of being a bankruptcy here. It's like, oh, how no, silly it, does that it was look at eight. At this point. Um, I remember I came on air and I said, listen, it's not going lower than eight because it's ridiculous. And I did that, my ridiculous um, stocks. Fortunately, stocks don't. They stop at zero. They don't go like minus five. So you like buy Carvana. And he never forgot it. And his earnest nature and the excitement. I don't know if you ever bought a car with Carvana. I bought one. And when I got back, my wife said, I really don't don't really like the color. And I said, all right, I'll return it. It was a a darling of the pandemic, of course, uh, given used car prices flew up so much at that point. But then it dropped so precipitously. But... That's an incredible. I mean, that's that's. I think one of the single best performing stocks, obviously, yeah, the last I think year. That, did Pippa when you look have at uh, the seven hundred sixty plus Pippa, percent, you know, we had a contest internally about who had the best stock, and I think that Carvana won. Did it? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so important to remember that. What? Yeah. Did she won? No. That sometimes words of bankruptcy are greatly exaggerated. Yes. When you hear them. Yes. And People that, have uh, sent a lot of invitations to Carvana's funeral, and, and they that, were returned. Uh, the guys at Apollo usually know what they're doing. Not always. You know, everybody gets one wrong. But when they came in there with that, no, they do. Uh, that was probably make a lot of right. You followed them better than anyone. I don't really understand their model as much as I should. I mean, really? They well, they own a large model. insurer, and that kind of drives a lot of what's going on at Apollo. Anyone who owns insurers and yeah. luck. I mean, Apollo shares are up almost 20% this year, talking about the alternative asset manager, obviously, fueled by a large insurance company. Well, didn't I see Jonathan Gray on the cover of, um, like, That's Blackstone. You know, man, you know interestingly, man I know years, Blackstone, the, um, the largest of the alternative asset managers, the stock is actually down about 4% this year, bucking the overall trend, because when I look, Apollo's up 19%, KKR is up 16%. Uh, I got the Blue Owl up 20%. Aries up 11%. Hold it just a second. Stop. Yeah. Carl, did you read the obituary of the owl? 
Of whom? Yeah, Al in the New York Times. Oh, Flacco. Flacco. Yes, Flacco. of course. That was so sad. I mean, it was written, the news story was like an obituary where he lived. He lived in the west side. He liked the west side in the end. He <laughs> yes. looked at it. He went down. You know, the east side was not for him. Uh, he was obviously yeah. leading an intellectual owl. They're wise to begin with. Well, we're talking about an owl that escaped from the Central Park Zoo, who lived alone on his own. Made well, the city his own. For a year. Yeah. Uh, and sadly... You know, you know, you never know. They're going to do an autopsy. I think it's the we're waiting for the results, perhaps the still. But it's possible rat poisoning a rat also affects them over time. I want everyone to read both the think piece about him and the obituary about him because he represented the free spirit that we all would like to have. They tried to get him back in uh, to, inca- to be caged, but he was, yeah. had none of that because he wanted his life to be free. Yes. And that was an amazing piece. I liked him and I didn't know. I'm I'm trying to find a way back to markets from that, but yeah. it, that's a tough one. Well, I, think I saw Al. Flacco one day up in a tree. It was very nice. Well, you could work Flacco as uh, you know, substitute quarterback who didn't do Joe that Flacco. well, and then work to Cleveland, to and then go to Eaton. I don't know what to Flacco do here. Had a great, yeah, he had a great time with who the Who had Cleveland a better Browns. year, Flacco or Flacco? Well, I think sadly, I think Joe Flacco because yeah, he's still. It's hard, it is hard to get if back. You I'm told sorry. Flacco. I'm sorry. I had Flacco, to get my sister. You have to stay in captivity, or you get one year. Out. What do you think Flacco would have gone for? Anytime, one year out, freedom is freedom yeah. is a very hard. To, freedom is very hard to lose. So there you go. Free agency. Yeah. Uh, Jim, we got a bunch of initiations on uh, Amer Sports. Uh, oh, bunch uh, of buys buy and, and two a hold, and and yet everyone knew it wasn't any good. I mean, it's kind of amazing. The street rallies to IPOs. That that one did didn't you didn't make a lot of money off the IPO. So maybe it's it's reasonably priced. I mean, it was a winner, David. I know Reddit file, but when are, I mean, where yeah. are, where, given particularly in one area, but given the uh, overall. Sorry, guys, sorry, guys. Yeah. Why aren't we seeing a flood? I mean, we can, if people want to say that this is reminiscent of the Internet. Right, but era, it's Which not. I don't feel like it is in many ways because we're talking about huge companies that have, frankly, uh, make more money than any companies we've ever seen, trading at multiples that are really not that unreasonable, many would say. That said, why aren't we seeing more IPOs? I don't look at me. I don't know. I've been waiting for the big biotech flood of IPOs. That's not happened. I've been waiting for a lot of phony companies that we have to praise because they're, I mean, the street will praise. Those haven't happened. Uh, well, like the SPAC revolution, what a bogus thing that was. That hasn't happened. No, so it, what? I, I just, I mean, you've, you've, got all these private, company? you've got all these private companies that have been waiting for the opportunity. Yeah, well, here it is. All you got to yeah, do so is say you're in it. Other I than don't. Reddit, which, by the way, has been a company for, what, 20 years? Yeah. yeah. Like that. Well, and I just can't wait to get my hands on that. Whoa. Hey, Robinhood is all the way up to 14. So you, you do have a lot of things that are uh, smelling like roses, but we just don't have... I mean, how about some food chain that has, like, 22 stores? What, where, where are those things? I don't know. Look at Robin. Will you? Okay. You're right about yeah. Hood, though. That would Men take you back tights. to 22. I know. I know. Just incredible. that we, David, I think we yes. have to talk to Tomo Bravo. Don't they have something they could sell? It? Jonathan Gray, can you get him to sell something? Do you know that the, is, the lower price homes are still being bought largely by these kinds of firms? It's more That's the driving stuff that, us out of the stuff that uh, you know, the Cotus, the Tigers, the D1 zone. We'd love to see come public and or SoftBank. And I'm or, sure they've right. got some stuff that they'd like to. Well, okay, we'll know. call them during the break. By the way, the ARM thing has gone pretty darn well for SoftBank. So you I see ARM shares are up again today. Uh, you haven't talked about Rosenblatt goes to 180 ARM. Yes. yes. And, and yeah, I know. And that's uh, Renee, Renee Haas is brilliant. And that's a very positive piece. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I, David, you haven't talked about I the mean, notion of the, the short way, look sellers. At, look at ARM today up another no, 9%. I, I, there's no float I, it, yet. I, there's no float. Bank. It moves very – it moves. But how, about, how are the short sellers doing in their day-to-day lives in China? What's that like? I don't know, Jim. Well, you've been to China. I mean, do yes, they I've just been many like, times, does the door not, knock not in the middle of the night? Time. Oh, here we go again with this? What? With the whole... Antagonizing what? the PRC? What? What? what is it with you? What part of your brain needs to always go to the fact that they don't like short sellers in and China? My uh, Modelo Ubogata. <laughs> also, right here, my Vegas nerve has just got nothing but bad things to say about China. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can see it pulsating right No, the now. Vegas nerve. I got it. You know, I'll put a nice bag on it after. Um, Jim, Amazon uh, going into the Dow. Uh, Evercore today goes to 220, although we have talked a lot about Bezos selling, Zuck selling, Diamond selling. He'll be asked about that today. You know, look, I think all these people, they have a right to sell. I mean, look, they've really had a big run. David, you have not yet said that it's atavistic and doesn't matter the Dow. Usually, at this point, have said something negative about the Dow. I appreciate you're doing that for me, and it is. It's an absurd. How was that put in in terms of the Dow? And then they put in Amazon. How did Walgreens do in the Dow? Was that a good goodbye? Was that a no? That wasn't. Usually, what do you? How do you usually want to play the Dow when they come? Out, you want to buy them when they go in? Do you yeah, not? the dogs are the doubt. Look, I think Tim Wentworth is doing a great job with Walgreens, but it's good. It's a big turnaround. When you get those retail turnarounds, it's very hard. Right Aid was doing a multi year turnaround. That didn't end as well as it should have. It's going to be interesting because we are going to get Lowe's, TJX, you mentioned okay, Best Buy. Lowe's is going to be, I think, very good, but I want to caution people. Home Depot is up very big after what was supposed to be a bad call. But 50, Home Depot said the do-it-yourself is doing as well as the professional. And that may mean the professional is not doing that well. Or DIY is going to be great, which would be Marvin Ellison's sweet spot. I happen to love to go to both of them, but uh, Builders First Source is the winner because that is just total wholesale. Builders First Source is rivaling NVIDIA as being one of the great stocks of the year. Era, which is really incredible. Look at that thing. And uh, boy, Matt, they are humble. Matt Boss does upgrade Gap. I think the one. Gap is having an unbelievable year. And if you read the conference call, you can't believe how well they're doing and how well Old Navy's doing. Big comeback. They're still not happy with Banana Republic, which a lot of people think is a nickname for our country. Really? Yes. Now? Literally well, got the best. Economy well, in the world. It's the you best want, of mean, the best What are you thinking worst. when you say that? I'm the thirty-six to trillion dollars in debt. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, that part. Yeah, but I we, think that that we matters. meet our interest payments. Last I heard, we still capable We're, we of doing that. We need inflation to do it. We still have pretty good credit. I just wanted to be like one of those guys who says that. Is there I've something else? To be responsible. Is it the Congress that you're referring to? I just wanted to, to be responsible. So now people say, you know, Kramer, we think that he's kind of a joker, but he did talk about the $36 yes, trillion. got it on the record. Yes, so I think maybe he's more of a, I think he's more of a, of a, in, the part of the intelligentsia. That's, See, that's reflective of being a banana republic, having $36 trillion in debt. Is, is a your, trillion. I just want to understand there. where that came from. Well, because I want to sound smart like a David Malpass this week. I want to sound smart. What's the matter of sounding smart? There are a couple actual dovish uh, geopolitical headlines. One is the possibility of a ceasefire uh, or at least a hostage release. Jake Sullivan says it might happen in the coming days. Then there's this idea floated by Ukraine over the weekend of a peace summit in which Russia would be invited on Kiev's well, terms. 31,000 dead the an army end to the war. there. And we don't know what the death of the Russians. I mean, well, I the think the Russians that, have lost. It's, yeah, it's, it's just unfathomable. Hundreds of thousands. Unfathomable. But I don't think that the, the history of Russia is to do anything for Mother Russia, including die for it. 
Not that we wouldn't don't have this. I'm just we saying we don't talk about geopolitics put, that often. They put people in. Doesn't in, seem in, to in. be impacting uh, the markets in a significant way. We Not, talk about the Red Sea, obviously, right. and shipping rates have gone up, and that could creep into certain costs of certain goods. But beyond that, we really, no. it's not. And it's, it's 13% of the world's calories, and it didn't matter. The grain complex is doing quite poorly. Uh, the cut of, the pro, Ukraine, the breadbasket right, of Europe, which is of, what yeah, it was. The cut off of, uh, of buying their oil didn't matter one bit because, because of China and India. The sanctions have been an abject failure, but Total no one failure. talks about that. I just I know. Did. who knew there were more sanctions to even be put on after Navalny died. I'm like, what's the why? What's the what do we? Well, that's because instead of giving them missiles, David, or or you know F-35s, you announce more bogus sanctions. No, Jim, those sanctions clear, are really good. No, it's clear Russians. that sanctions are not effective in stopping. Well, no, but they ahead. don't admit, admit that. They should come out and say that. But again, that's kind of what we're talking about. The, I'm in. They the do have three hundred billion dollars that we could. Uh, Season. No, if they get the missiles, if they get, you know, if they got what they needed, then at least they could possibly reclaim some of the land. But I, again, we're not the military history channel, <laughs> but we're also not the Al match. I did a National Geographic for a while. Where did that get us? With the with the blue owl. Who's not? Who's not a blue owl? No idea what you're talking about. No, I'm Lost saying that completely. I. I'm saying I diverted us to to National Geographic. Talk about the owl obituary, oh, so we oh, can go Ukraine. Like I mean, we can go anywhere you want. Yeah, we can, and I like to. I'm happy to. But really? Sure. Then will you go Paramount? No, I will not. There are certain the places I won't will not go. Discuss. Did he go over Zaslav when he was away? You had the mornings off. Is that what it was? I was working Thursday and Friday. I just Were you wasn't really? on television. Well, I just still feel that he hasn't given us the full story of who we met and who ran really? the conference. We'll get debriefed uh, during the break. It'll be a private debrief. Okay. Really? Sure. Like the Jake Sullivan? Sure. Exactly oh, like that. We'll go to the secure room here. Two part questions time. and everything. Yeah, like, okay. there's, like a vault, there's like a vault like 20, you know, 20 meters below here. We can go down. Okay. Skip. I want to say and start my question by saying congratulations, David, on a good quarter. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> As we go to break, uh, S&P just barely red here, uh, shy of 5,100. Watch bonds. A lot of Fed speak, but it really doesn't start until Wednesday. Of course, the uh, 10 poll data point of the week will be a PCE deflator uh, on Thursday as well. Be right back. Get to Jim and stop trading. So Carl, the worst performer in the NASDAQ 100 continues to get no respect, and that's Moderna. This morning, HSBC downgrades it to a cell. Uh, and remember, they had the vaccine, and there was a lot of talk about doing personalized vaccines for cancer. And, uh, the, this HSBC is a little skeptical about that, so they're, uh, they're I, I would say, making it so that you feel. Uh, that there may not be a pot of gold at the end of that rainbow. Uh, previous target was 75, though, and target price now 86. So it's same, they have a sell, but they did raise the target price. But I think it's this is a, a, one of those companies that really had a great heyday, like a Zoom, okay, and just hasn't come back. And I think people keep thinking, well, it's got so much value, but the street hates it. Zoom, another name that reports this week. And I, I was just know, thinking about. and that's one that we keep waiting for them to do beyond. And yeah. uh, everyone likes them as people. Okay, I mean, I, they are remarkable. And again, I use Zoom during, you know, during COVID. Zoom was the way you communicated. It was, but thankfully, that's no longer the. No, no longer. You're anymore. absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right, David. Now as it's we, all about Live Nation. As we count down to the Nation. four year, very close to the four year anniversary of when we all. Yep. Uh, yeah. All of us exited for yeah, that. Yeah, wait to see uh, Jones Beach, what they've done with Live Nation. Apparently Live done, Nation? Yeah, they've apparently done great Oh, the things. theater there. Yeah. You go. I've been at Jones. Yeah, I saw Barry White there right before he died. 
Wow. That was an amazing concert. If, if you're amazing. a Barry White guy, I was total Barry White. <laughs> It's fabulous. Jim, what's on tonight? Okay, I've got Alonco, which is pet, and it looks like a clear mist this morning, E-L-A-N. And then Huntington Bank, which is a commercial real estate, you know, get a little sense on Steve, from Steve Steinauer about whether uh, Barry Sternlich is, you know, the big black hole everyone's so worried about is commercial real estate. He's not alone. Yeah, Scott Reckler said some pretty somewhat alarming things. Really? But the question is, well, we'll see. is there equity out there to some, somehow re-equitize some of the properties that can be saved? That is exactly right. And that yeah. was what I heard from Exelon last week, which is Chicago, Philadelphia, Baltimore, that don't panic over this. There's not as many as you think that are hurt, but we'll I think it's something to watch. Yeah. Huh, arm holding is up 12. I mean, this is just it's a, not a bubble. It's not. <laughs> you keep telling it's yourself just that. regular go up. It's regular go up. Regular right, go that's, up. That's the kind of analysis Number we care up. to hear. Number up. A very regular. good book, by the way, about Sam Bankman Freed. Oh, very good. Number up. Oh, we'll see you tonight. Mad Money okay, 6 p.m. Eastern Welcome time. Welcome back, David. I know you had the mornings off. <laughs> to, to Jim's point, S&P 5090. When we come back, some new home sales. Don't go away. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. CNBC has quick and easy to understand business news updates at the open midday and close every weekday. Markets, money, and more from Wall Street to Main Street. I'm CNBC's Jessica Ettinger. Follow and listen to CNBC Business News Updates wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 